and we're continuing a series entitled called to connect what does that mean the the bible teaches us that every christ follower we are called to connect connect first to christ and then connect in community and fellowship with the body of christ the body of christ refers to fellow believers people of faith and god wants us connected connection we defined it for you last week but let me just reiterate it again connection means developing meaningful relationships and a significant sense of belonging in other words it's we we don't want you to say i go to that church we want you to say i belong to that church and there's some of us here in the room we're not connected oh we come you would even say that's where i go but you don't say that's where i belong You, you you say i I go there when I can, but I, I want to invite you. God intends for us to be connected, developing meaningful relationships. In other words, you're getting close to other believers. They know you. They know your story. They know your name. They know who you are, and, and that you're, you're growing in Christ together. We talked about that in the message last, last week. So again, God is calling us to connect. And there are two ways that we connect here at Westover in uh, groups. And one is ministry groups. The worship team that was on the platform that you see week after week, that is a ministry group. They, they know each other. They pray for one another. They, they text each other. They, they're in community. They're, 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 they're a group. They're a, they belong to each other. If you ask him, what, what do you do? I, I, that's, that's where I belong. Those who are in our greeting team. I frequently, when I'm walking down the, high, the, the highway, the hallway before, so, <laughs> before service, I'll see them in a circle and they're praying. They're praying for the service and they're praying for one another. They all know each other's name. They're developing significant relationships and they'll say, this is where I belong. The same is true with kids ministry teams and student ministry teams. They say, that's where I belong. Ministry groups give you a place to belong. Perhaps God's dealing with you, speaking to you to get involved, get connected in a ministry group. Another way that we have connection here at Westover is we call life groups. Life groups are, whether they're men life groups or ladies ministry life groups or young adult life groups or uh, couples or family life groups, they meet together, some and at, at restaurants or coffee shops, some in homes, living rooms, etc. But they're meeting together on a monthly basis and they're praying together. They're developing meaningful relationships. They, 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 they come together and say, how is your son? We're praying for your wife. How is the job going about? They're sharing life together, supporting and growing together. And then they're, they're sharing God's word together. There's a reason why on the Westover app, Every weekend, we give you notes of all the messages and and life group discussion questions. In other words, you get together in your life group and and take the weekend message and the main points and the main emphasis of that message, and then there's discussion questions for your life group to just discuss, and each person share their perspective, and that's a connection moment. We want to see you connected at Westover either a ministry group or a life group God wants you connected now some of you are wondering what are the chairs for in just a moment I'm going to introduce to you our life group they're going to come on the platform but before we do that we're going to read a few verses and unpack a few thoughts if we can talking about called to connect 
In Hebrews chapter 10, there are four verses, 22 through verse 25. Each of these four verses emphasized a, a significant truth regarding connection that I want to share with you. Again, Hebrews uh, chapter 10, verse number 22. Verse number 22 teaches us to get connected to God. Get connected to God. Look with me. Uh, the scripture says, let us draw near to God. Get connected to God. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from the guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. God is saying that we need to get connected to Him. The first connection is to God. We call that making new. Now, there's something in the verse I want you to see. There's, there's two thoughts. It says our hearts and our bodies. God's interested in both. Now, some people say God's only interested in the heart. God doesn't care what you do and what you practice and what you do and what you spend your spare time and what you watch and the conversations of social media. It's all about the heart. That's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible says it starts with the heart. Having our hearts sprinkled and cleansed from a guilty conscience, God will start on the inside, but God doesn't stop there. And our bodies washed with pure water, and that's a, that's a picture of the, of the baptism in the old Jewish culture in, in which they would step into uh, the mikvah and cleanse themselves. And that spoke of their habits, that spoke of their lifestyle, that spoke of anything that they were doing their, their lifestyle habits and practices that they were putting aside that sin in order to serve God. So I'm here to say your connection with God is something that starts in the heart, but it also goes to your life. God's interested in both. Get connected to God. Number two, verse number 23. It says to stay connected to God. Get connected to God. Stay connected to God. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful get connected to God stay connected to God now it would not say let us hold on unswervingly let us hold faithfully let us hold in a determined fashion if it was not possible to lose your connection with God why would the scripture say hold on to it if you could never lose it and the scripture tells us yes you can get connected to God but you need to stay connected to God it's not enough that one time in the past you prayed a prayer and invited Jesus into your heart that's good but you've got to stay connected to God you can't just pray the formula prayer Jesus come into my heart and go back and and be completely disconnected from God and just go your way and say well I prayed the the magical prayer back then God wants you connected God wants you to stay connected all of us know somebody that at one time was connected and they lost their connection with God that's possible to do and the scripture says we need to stay, stay connected to God. Let's go on. Now it's, it's beginning to, to speak to us not about making new only, but making great. Verse number 24. This verse teaches us to, to get connected to others. After you get can stay connected to God, get connected to others. Verse 24. And let us consider how we may spur one another towards love and good deeds. Now it's relational. Now that you've got the, 
Now, now that you've got your relationship with God in correct, in correct fashion, you're connected to Him, then get connected to others. Let us consider how we may spur one another. Now, I don't want you to think of spurs you wear on your boot and like a horse, okay? That's not the spur one another. Some of you have that gift. Some, some of you have that, you would call the gift of sarcasm. Uh, people will say, you know what, I just say it as it is. Yeah, you're like spurs. You have like spurs on there, okay? Uh, you need to be careful. Have you ever met somebody that could say good morning and make you mad at the same time? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's that Christian believer. Have you ever had somebody hug your neck and feel like they were measuring you for a casket at the same time? Oh, yeah. The, the Scripture says we need to get connected to not one another. And it says here, uh, towards love and good deeds. Again, it talks about the heart and it talks about the life. Heart, love inside. We have, we're to have the right attitude, but also good deeds. We need to get connected to others. And then verse number 25 tells us to stay connected to others. Not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. Now there's something here I want you to catch this. Don't give up meeting together. It's important to stay in church. It's get connected and stay connected. Yeah. Uh, and the scripture says, don't give up meeting together, but, but encouraging one another don't stop meeting together but encouraging one another if you're not meeting together then you're not being encouraged because now hear people say you know what pastor i've been to church in six months we've had a lot going on we bought a new boat we did this and we've had this going on had over time and then we got into this and we just you know there's been a lot of cool movies going on and we've just been doing and doing we've been out of church six months but we're all right you know god's still working in our heart god we're still all right with the lord we're still encouraged no you're not no you're not you're telling me that but the Bible says if you're not connected, you're not getting encouraged. You're not getting encouraged by watching The View, can I tell you? <laughs> They're not here. We're praying for you out there, and you just need, and we, we, we just believing the Lord's best. For, no, you're not. Okay? You've got to be in community. Stay connected. Stay knit together as a community of faith. And that's important. So I'm going to invite my life group to join me on the platform as I'm encouraging you to get in a life group and, and to stay connected. If you're not going to your group and you say, yeah, I just, I've been real busy during football season. Yeah, I've been real busy right now, Pastor. We have a lot going on. Uh, I'm going to encourage you to stay connected, a life group. This is our life group. They're going to join me on the platform right here. And uh, I, I thought it would be great to join us in here. Come on down here. Yes, come on down. Come on, Dora. Join us in here. This is uh, some of the members of our life group that meet in our home once a month. We get together. We actually open our 
Bible app there on the phone, the Westover app, rather, and we go through the discussion questions. They come over about 5 o'clock, and uh, we start off by eating and eating and eating. Yeah, and, but that's a, that's a great community time, about 30, 40 minutes. We're sharing together, eating. Just, there's just good stuff happening in that conversation. Then somewhere along the line, we migrate to the living room. We put our, the dining room chairs in there, and we're gathered around, and we go through our discussion. That sometimes lasts 30 minutes. Sometimes it's about 45 minutes, just kind of depending on, on the subject matter and what's happening in the room. And then we wrap up and in our discussion. We often have prayer for somebody or a special need at that moment. And then when we're done with that, we, we eat again. We go, <laughs> we go back. In fact, uh, everyone here, their cholesterol is real high <laughs> because they're, the, the, they're eating all the wrong things. But, and, and then somewhere an uh, uh, hour and a half, uh, um, two hours later, uh, they go off, and, and we just had a great time together. So I've asked them to come on the platform and share with you uh, about being in a life group and what it, what it means to them. Over here to my far left is Sharon. Uh, she's single, and if you're a single, don't feel like... No, no, I, 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 I didn't... Uh, I, that came out wrong, huh? The, her phone number is going to come across the bottom of the screen in a moment, okay? No, no. <laughs> That's not how that meant will be, okay? What I meant was, if you're a single, don't feel out of place in a couple's group. I'm trying to rescue this moment right now. Sharon, <laughs> uh, say something. I don't think something. I've ever seen Pastor so red. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your eHarmony story. <laughs> Do not tell Denise I said that. <laughs> uh. Okay. Oh, pastor, pastor. But you know what? This is how he is at, at his house as well. So what you're seeing here is no different than he is at his house. So... Um, but no, I am so thankful to be connected with such an amazing life group. Um, I have three sons. One's married, um, and my middle one's in the military, and my youngest is actually um, in school. So there's several of the gentlemen that are in our life group that are uh, retired military. So when I'm going through situations when my son was um, deployed to Iraq, mm. Afghanistan, and everywhere in between, there was some times that he couldn't even tell me where he was going. And of course, as a mom, your heart goes out to not knowing if he's going to come back or not. So the gentleman in this life group really encouraged me, supported me, and prayed for me, and just let me know that, you know what, he's in God's hands, and trust his word and trust his promises. Mm. Um, and the women, of course, amazing women of God that are um, in fantastic marriages, but I've also seen that 
they've also gone through some situations, which reminds me that, you know, marriage takes work. Um, and they remind me, being single, that God has an amazing plan for my life, that I have to trust him, trust his promises, and trust his word, mm. that he's faithful to complete my life. And whatever that journey is, um, along the way is to be able to continue to serve him in whatever capacity and opportunities that he gives me here at Westover Hills. Um, but God's very faithful, and I'm so thankful for this life group. Um, Carmen, yesterday after um, the conference, after cleaning up in the last minute, um, she, I don't live in the city, so I live like 30 minutes from here. She goes, why don't you come over to the house? Come over, um, refresh up, take a nap. <clears throat> so it's through that connection I was able to just go like a 10-minute drive versus a 30-minute drive and come all the way back. So, again, thank you, Carmen, for the opportunity. Again, it's being connected with a life group that there's um, God's faithful. God uses just ordinary mm. people to do amazing things. Amen. Great. Next to her is Ru Rudy. Uh, his wife, Frances, uh, was with us in first service, couldn't be for the 11 o'clock service, but Rudy and Frances are a part of our life group and uh, just good time. But Rudy, talk to the people about being in a group. Well, I've been in a life group now going three years, but I remember when I first stepped in here, on my second week, I had this gentleman come up to me and ask me if uh, I was in a life group. I told him, why? Who are you? Well, it turns out to be it was Pastor Jim. <laughs> I always thought Mark. I make a real impression on people, don't I? <laughs> I thought it was Pastor Mark. I thought he was the leader here. <laughs> Thank <Two story>. you. <laughs> <laughs> but to go back, honestly, I know that we have a lot of men out here that want to join a life group but just don't know how to do it and just don't have that man i can do it guy you got to go out there guys and just got to say yes man because what it's done for me and for my family and for my kids it has blessed me and i need for all men that are here today to step up get a life get a life group join somebody Speak to somebody. Mm. And, and, I, and again, I was a Catholic before I got here. I've been blessed. I was baptized in November. But here's the thing, guys, you got to realize, you don't need to know about the Bible when you join a life group. You don't need to talk. I remember joining and walking into this family, which is what we are now, nervous. I didn't want to talk. The food was good. <laughs> I wasn't going to miss that. But seriously, honestly, you know, nobody ever asked me to pray. Nobody ever asked me to recite the Bible. And as I go day by day and I learn different things, I can't wait for the month that we need to meet. I can't wait. Me and Billy, man, we're bros. You know, it's just that simple. If he don't show, you know, I call him up. Or, well, I guess I've only missed one time, right, Billy? <laughs> anyway, guys, step up. Man, step I up. promise you, man, you're going to make your life, you need to change your life for better. Don't be what I've learned a while back. Don't be affiliated 
with the church. Be activated, man. You've got to go out there. Don't come up here to make yeah. your wife happy. Amen. Come here to make yourself happy. Do the work for God. When uh, I'll share a story with you. When Rudy came the first or second time, uh, he's, he hadn't said much, and he was in the kitchen, and Denise was working and preparing, and he walked up to Denise, my wife, and said, you know the little threshold, the little kick plate on your refrigerator on the bottom of the door? It has dust on it. You need to clean that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And, and she really appreciated that. She really did. And in fact, anytime you're over, just open the closets and inspect Rudy. Be glad to. And uh, just a great guy, great buddy. We share together, and he had Rudy share growth moments. And wow, just, we're just honored to have uh, you and Francis a part of our group. Uh, over here, Don and um, Debbie. Uh, the B-Bells. Tell us about being in Life Group for a moment. Being in a Life Group encourages me and, like Rudy, gives me the courage to reach out to people that I may not know by name but just by face. And along with Rudy and his wife, they taught me just to smile. A smile breaks every barrier and it builds a bridge to the brothers and sisters that are in the same services that, are, that you're in and you get to know because of life groups. It's, it's encouraged me in that manner. Amen. Good. Don? You know, the thing about a life group for me, you know, I'm, I'm more nervous being in a smaller group than I am talking to a large group like this. You know, I have, I have no problems doing it because I don't have to have that one-on-one -on -one with you. But being in a life group took me out of my comfort zone. And it started relationship building, true relationship building. We were so blessed when Pastor and Denise asked us to be a part of that group. And, and it got me into having to get to know other people. Um, and in turn, they get to know they get to know us. They get to know our struggles, but more importantly, they get to know our victories. And we get to share those in life group. And and so, in in a large congregation like this, it is so easy just to feel like you could be isolated. Um, I know it's hard to believe when you're in a room full of a you know a full house, but I think a lot of people know exactly what I mean. So, step out of your comfort zone. You know. Get involved one-on-one -on -one with other groups. You know, where the Bible says where two or three get together, you know, he'll be with them. So. Amen. Max and Cindy, you take a moment and share. I was just thinking back when uh, Pastor Jim asked us to be in his life group. Uh, we used to sit on that second to the last row in the back over there. And um, it was uh, before church one day, and I, I just happened to catch out of my eye that he was coming off the stage and, he was coming down that direction, and and I don't I don't even know if we how we knew you or if we knew you at all, or maybe just through um, Pastor Greg or something. But he just kept walking. He walked all the way back there, and he walked right over to us, and he said, "Would you be in my life group?" 
And we were like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, like, what does he know about yeah, us? Yeah, <laughs> why, why is he, why is he asking us to be in his life group? So I, I really don't know. I'm, I'm going to ask you the qu answer to that one day. But, uh, you know, I, I'm so glad he did because Cindy and I had been coming to the church for probably two or three years, and um, we really hadn't gotten involved in anything. We were just kind of to ourselves and didn't know very many people. And, um, you know, being in, the, in this group uh, – probably one of the greatest things that ever happened to us. Uh, we've made some wonderful friends. You know, we've got some warriors in Christ here. Um, it actually led me to volunteer to do a men's group. And again, it was one of those things where, you know, we're sitting around a table and there, you know, we had had a study that summer and they wanted us to take the last three um, groups out, uh, sessions out to our houses and do it. So I'm sitting around a table, and they said, okay, well, who at this table will volunteer to um, take the group to their house? And it's, you know, crickets, 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 <laughs> nothing. Okay, I'll do it. Well, I'll tell you, it was another one of those things where, hmm. you know, I never planned to do it. I wasn't qualified to do anything, you know, other than just say, okay, I'll do it. Um, and I'll tell you what, it, it's been such an amazing blessing, both this group and men's group um, are probably become the most, two of the most important things in our lives. And Good. Yeah, thanks for asking. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, to, to my left here is uh, Billy and Gina. They're a part of our life group. And a lot of transition uh, for them in the last year from job and home and so forth. Uh, we just love having you guys in our life group. Go ahead, uh, guys, and share. So um, i just like to say, guys, um, words can really not describe what it, what it means to be in a life group. I mean, you, you actually have to, you have to experience it. So for us, being in a life group, we actually are able to uh, share our lives together. I mean, we, we've been through, like the pastor said, we've been through a lot of transitions. Uh, I transitioned from the government to the private sector after 27 years. We're building a house, and you know, every aspect of our life, we really feel comfortable coming to the group and sharing. The other part about the group is this is really our this is our family. So uh, Gina's family is in California, my family is in North Carolina. So we really don't have any family here, but this is truly our family. And like I said earlier in the service, we we treat each other like family. So last night. Uh, Carmen and Sharon, I was sitting over there praying, and they were like tapping me on the shoulder saying, wake up. And I'm like, guys, I'm not sleeping. I'm actually <laughs> praying, so. That's what they always tell me. They're praying for me in church. <laughs> yeah, when their eyes are closed, when they're my message. And then the last thing, we have, I mean, <laughs> so much fun. I mean, me and Rudy, I found out this, I didn't know this, Rudy, he can dance. He like he can pop. This morning he was popping. So, I mean, and the food. We I know that like Rudy's always gonna bring lettuce wraps. Max is gonna bring like some kind of exotic pizza. I always bring Popeyes because Pastor loves Popeyes. So we, we have a great time. <laughs> it's great. Henry and Dora to the right here. Uh, just uh, w we've been friends uh, uh, a long time. Go back over 20 years in the church and I think they were the first people to join and there are others that uh, we have one family that 
new to the church in just the last couple months that uh, became a part of our group. And Henry and Dora, just take a moment. And well, Pastor, that's, it's been a blessing. This life group is, uh, is, is amazing. And because, as Billy and some of the others have mentioned, it's like a family. It, it's, it's not a Bible or, or you got to know the Bible, as Rudy said. It, it, it's a friendship. We've, we've met new people. We've made new friends, and that's the best part of it. Mm -hmm. And as you see the fun that we're having up here, that's the kind of fun we have at the home, too. And Pastor and Denise are the same here as they are at home, so it's no different. So we, we just enjoy ourselves. And not only that, what is the best part of it is I know I can go to any one of these folks, ask them for prayer, and they'll pray with me. Or, or this whole group will pray with you once you they know that they're there's an issue or a burden that you have on your heart, uh, they're, they're, they're more than willing to pray for you, pray with you, and know that they're there to support you even after the fact. You're not alone in yeah. what you're going through. I can turn to any one of these folks and say, you know what's going on? I, you know what? I really need some prayer. No problem. Let's pray. Let's pray. And, and, and that's happened more than once. And, and that's what I appreciate the most about this life group. Like, as Pastor said, I've been part of the church for over 25 years, and, and a lot of our connections have come through just being in most of, a lot of the ministries. We've done greeters, we've done prayer team, we've done ushering, and we've made a lot of connections that way. But this life group is more of a family, and, and that's what I like about the life group. You can become the family yeah. and know that they're there to support you and be with you at all times. So there we have some that have been in the church uh, years. And then we just had a family join that uh, our life group had just been coming to the church a few weeks. So it doesn't matter which season you're at or how long you've been here, the benefit of life group. And let me just wrap this up by saying a life group, Again, it's, ours is not a real heavy Bible study. We, we make it very devotional, and we read Scripture, but we want people to tell their story and how they're interacting with, with what God is showing them in their journey and season of life. Uh, and every family in our life group is special. At Christmas time, we, uh, we do a Christmas party. What does that mean? It means we eat a lot more is what <laughs> it's become the being at our group we just really we really eat and henry always takes a to-go bag with him every time as well he just but uh it's there there uh, there's a place for you we want to see you connected and at our resource center and tables out here after service you can get information about young adult life groups women's groups men's groups couples groups family groups and this will enrich your faith walk. God cares for you. And God's message is, first off, get connected and stay connected to God. Then after that, get connected and stay connected to believers. And we do that at Westover, either in a ministry group or a life group. Would you stand together with me as we close this moment out in a word of prayer? And right outside these doors, there's somebody to speak with you about a life group. Father, we thank you, God, for the wonderful fellowship we have in Christ. 
And we desire as church and as leadership to see people connected first to you and then to the body of Christ. We don't want people to just be a number. We, we don't want people to be disconnected. We want them growing and thriving in Christ, meeting others, being strengthened and encouraged by others. And I believe, Lord, you're stirring this in the hearts of many people in this room. You've already prepared them to take this step. And I just pray, God, they'll make that step forward and, and get connected at Westover. And we thank you for what you're doing. In Jesus' name.